0: We're online. Hello, people online. Here, I'll get up here and talk. (coughs) Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. So, we are a little light today and a little bit different today um, because we did have a a bunch of people sick, a good group of people sick from uh, VBS. Um, So, we did have a COVID stuff going on at VBS, um, but no one is hospitalized. Everybody's just going through symptoms. Some of the people who had the worst symptoms are now up and walking around and totally doing good. So nothing to be afraid of, but I know that it's a little light in here because the word gets out and people get afraid. So I believe we have nothing to be afraid of, um, but we also have our leadership team. Most of a good portion of our leadership team did get sick. And because of that, we've got the B team. You guys are awesome. Let's give a shout to the guys in the back. They are plugging in things for the first time and do not know what they're plugging in and where it should be plugged in and how it should be plugged in. So we are getting things figured out. And honestly, I'll be, I, I want to be super candid. I was praying to God and asking God, Lord, can we just do an online service? I can just have somebody bring a camera and I can preach from anywhere and not have to figure all this out. But I believe that God wanted us to be here today to get in the house of God and to be together and to see God move in an amazing way. So if you're, I know we've got a lot of chairs, but we don't need to have a lot of chairs. If you want to scoot up, you're welcome to. If you feel better being social distance, obviously there's a lot of space to be social distanced. Um, so that's good. But if you want to come right up and sing and shout and do all those things, because I believe the Holy Spirit's still here. He's still going to move today, and he's still going to touch people today. So if we're here expecting, God's going to move. Amen? Are we ready? All right. Come on. Paul, are we ready? You're the one I need a yes from. Yes, question mark. <laughs> awesome. Is it working, not working? Where's my phone? Oh, you not need me to turn that off? You could have just said that. Yeah. Ta-da, there you go. That's better, huh? Let's worship, huh? Worship, so let's do right. it. <laughs> if you
1: guys want to come closer, it's going to be laid back today yeah come on it's gonna be an amazing worship though i'm good and uh it. let's go ahead and usher in his spirit really quick let's come pray on. come on Wow. as we as you guys walk keep your eyes open let's pray there god thank you so much for today thank you for Father, you making a way no matter what god even though we're having whatever is going on today god i pray that you would just please be with us god be with us in this place meet us in this in your presence god and i pray that you would just bless this day bless this worship bless this service god Let your presence be with us. Let your favor be upon us. We love you, God. We praise you so much. Pray that we could lift you high in this place. In Jesus' name we pray. I know there's no words, so if you know the song, please sing along. We can use the confidence. We appreciate it.
2: The atmosphere has changed. The Spirit of the Lord is here. The evidence is all around that the Spirit of the Lord is here. Sing that again, come on. The atmosphere is changing now the Spirit of the Lord is here. The evidence is all around. That the Spirit of the Lord is here. Overflow in this place. Fill our hearts with your love. Your love. Your love, your love surrounds us. You're the reason we came to encounter your love. Your love surrounds
1: us. Jesus, Father, we lift you up in this place. You're the reason we came, Father. We're here for you, Jesus. We want to lift your name high.
2: Cause all that I have is a hallelujah, hallelujah, and I know it's not much, but I've nothing else fit for a king, except for hearts. shy on me and lift up your song, cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs get up and praise the Lord let's sing that back, come on so come on my soul oh don't you get shy on me and lift up your song, cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs up and praise the lord so come on my soul oh don't you get shy on me lift up your song cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs get up and praise the lord What again so come on my soul Oh, don't you get shy on me and lift up your song Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord all that I have is a hallelujah, hallelujah, and I know it's not much, but I'm nothing else fit for a king, except for a heart singing hallelujah.
1: After all all the opposition that we went through to get today to work, I'm just glad we're here. I'm glad we're able to come together and worship together. And his presence is here. God is with us, how big or small, no matter how big or small, no matter what we've gone through this week, no matter what we're pushing through, Jesus is with us. We love you so much, Father. We thank you, God, and we lift you up in this place. We're not here for anybody else, God, we're here for you. i Just lift him up. Check that out. Come on, fix your eyes on him. it up today. And say hi to somebody around you. Good
0: Tripping. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It was working early tested it.
3: Good morning. There
0: it is.
4: <laughs> just
3: have Come to do on. a lower voice, apparently. That's what Good morning, everybody. Too high of an octave. Good morning, everybody online.
0: Good morning, everybody online.
3: So, you see all these empty chairs? They can't They're see They're online. They just, yes. So, just so you know. <laughs> yep. It's not just awkwardly that we have all these chairs for, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh, you guys, that was so special. I, know, oh, I don't know was. where they went, but that was really super special. Um, we're Justin and Chelsea. We are.
0: We are. It's true. Oh, wait, You're it's not lying. Forever. Yeah. You're telling the truth. It's yep. so good. It's so good. Welcome, welcome. We're excited. Who's excited this morning? Oh. Good. You know what? <laughs> I love the opportunity to just worship the Lord. You know, whether it's, it doesn't matter if I'm doing it right here in the front or or I'm in my living room or where I'm at. It all of a sudden, just. Tears coming down my eyes just knowing how good he is. Amen. So good. You know that we worship
3: for him, not for this. That's right. right. Amen. we do all of the setup and we do all of the lights and all of the things. And those are not bad things. But when we have a low-key service like that, I love, Mm. like, getting back to the remembrance Mm. of, I heard it put this way. um, If you told your kid that they were going to have a birthday party. And they had the option of you can have a few friends over at your house and they can come for cake or you can have all of your friends from all of your school come and we can go to like Mulligan's or something and everybody gets free tokens and all that. Which would you rather have? Let's
0: go to Mulligan's. Right. Yeah. Right. What are we doing here?
3: And that's what most consumer church-minded people do is they go to the Mulligan's where all Mm. of the free things are.
0: I fell right into that. You
3: did. You fell into the trap. Sorry. but. But I just want to encourage you that if you're that kid whose birthday party it is, the few that come for your birthday party that just come for the cake and to celebrate you are there to celebrate you, mm. right? And the kids mm. that come to your birthday party at Mulligan's that get free tokens, they come for the free tokens and they mm. come for that, right? And so that is like so a service saying like this. Are we're having cake today? <laughs> we should. We Somebody should, should go get cupcakes, right? <laughs> we need it. Um, but I'm just saying, like, when it's scaled down like this, sometimes mm. it helps us to remember that the reason we come to church and the mm. reason that we put all up everything and do all of that is all for Jesus. For it's to come and celebrate Amen. Jesus. It's not Amen. to celebrate all the come lights on. and get free tokens and come feel on. comfortable in our cushy mm. seats. It's for Jesus. And so yeah, I just encourage you right. in that today. Don't be discouraged. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, don't yes. be
0: discouraged. So good. We, well, for this week, we have a few things going on. We've got Youth on Tuesday still happening, Woo-hoo. so I'm excited about that. That's going to be incredible. M- I
3: may or may not be speaking at that.
0: Are you speaking at I that? I might be. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't think you are.
3: <laughs> Is it the 10th? Oh, Sarah is. Miss Sarah's <laughs> I'm like, I You're don't, trying to take her thunder. I'm on the schedule somewhere. Okay, Sarah. She's so Sarah, prepared. She's Sarah. She's gonna bring down
0: heaven on our youth on Tuesday. Yes, bring it's your youth. So it's awesome. gonna be amazing. Yeah, don't steal her thunder. It's gonna be so good. Ladies, Sarah. where my ladies at today? There they are. There they are. We got ladies night this this coming Thursday. Paint Super night. Sun. Is it painting? Paint night. Ooh. Yes. Painting. It's gonna be fun. So if I just put on a wig, nobody'll know, right? Mm. I can be the bearded <laughs> lady. Might.
4: Beard no, and that doesn't work. Please okay. Don't. Oh,
0: all right, I won't do that. <laughs> Fine. I get to hang out with the men, and you don't get to come. How's that sound? Men's breakfast is this Saturday. No women allowed, yeah. even if they shave their heads. I
3: heard you guys eat um, scrambled baby chickens.
0: We do. And slice. Most, most places call it eggs. But oh,
3: and sliced up like slaughtered pig or something. Slaughtered pig. Is yeah. That how That's it? how Pastor Rudy put it. That's how Pastor Rudy put it. That's like how. And like, then
0: in layman's terms, it's bacon. Bacon, Bacon and eggs. And eggs yeah. But that's how men talk, right? Yeah, like yeah. Slaughtered pigs and, and baby chickens. That's what we do. Yeah, absolutely. So good. It's so good I know, right? It's absolutely delicious and full of cholesterol. So good. All right, and this is the last week, right, to turn in your stuff for TCM. Yes, right? so, so
3: if you forgot.
0: Or you're not here. You can still do that. Just reach out to Sarah and get those to her yes. some way or another. Yes. If you're unable to get your stuff, let us know. The church will take care of it and we'll make sure that these kids If you all don't get know school, how to reach out to, to Sarah,
3: it's S T W I S S at LivingSons.TV. Don't expect you to remember that. So you can just go online and you can send us a message or. Yep. We'll get you in contact. Yeah, with do you. all of that fun stuff.
0: For sure, for sure. Sweet. We did get them all sponsored, though.
3: Okay, let me just say if Super it's your cool. first time, yeah. if it's your first time, okay, is it my first time? A few percent. people, maybe. If it's your first time, please come back next week, and then you can, like, yeah, you know, all kind of get a better feeling people of people will be happening. back next week. It'll be yeah. good. But we do have a gift for you, so don't we leave do. without your gift.
0: Yeah, get a gift. Get a gift. It's going to be awesome. All right, and if anybody wants to go down to Mexico and see those kids.
3: Yes, that's going to be on the 14th. So um, do we have a meeting?
0: This next Sunday. Next Sunday, on next the 8th. Sunday. Yep, next Sunday we're going to have a prep meeting, and then, yes. then some missionaries go So if you want to go weekend.
3: to TCM ever, then you it's ever. required that you go to For a information ever. meeting. There's an application that you filled out, um, and then you get selected per trip. So we have so many people who are wanting to go down to Mexico. We can't take everyone, especially during um, this time. Um, and so, yes, so fill out an application, come to the info meeting, and then you get to – be in the in the draw for that. So cool. Okay, you guys, I want to tell you this. Oh, here, quick comes. story. Story. Do I have uh, Do I have a you minute have to time. tell a story? I, okay. I, I
0: can preach however long I want. They said. Oh, school. good. They gave See? me permission. All right, yeah. their
3: schedules clear, right? Yep. Okay. People online are very comfortable so in their couches. Let me take you back like three years. We Uh-oh. had a a oh young man. I sit down for this? No. Oh, okay. We had a young man in our church who was 14 at the time. Sounds about he right. He was a hockey player. He was a goalie yep. for a hockey absolute team. Yeah, absolute stud. Amazing. Um, and he and his mom, single mom, came to our church mm-hmm. and he went to the dentist one day and the dentist said, hey, you might want to get something checked out back here. And it ended up being cancer in mm-hmm. his cheek. 14 uh, year old kid. He went through chemo, went through the whole battle, everything. And I'm right. happy to say he is cancer free. Amazing. God did a work. Come on. God is um, good. But in the process right. of him uh, getting treatment, he had to get um, a couple of blood transfusions. And so his mom became very passionate about kind of creating awareness of donating blood and the, the goodness that comes with that. And now after this last year with the pandemic and everything, um, the blood supply, I guess, shortage, which yeah. is weird verbiage, but... Um, it's a super, super shortage. And so we are wanting to do our part. So we are doing a blood drive here. The mobile blood drive is going to be here in our parking lot on next Sunday, next Sunday the, the 8th. 8th. So um, if you don't get the weekly email, let me know, and I can add you to that. But I think most people are. But if you don't, um, let me know. Or you can go to just the American Red Cross. And,
0: and we'll post the link in social yeah. media too. Oh, yeah,
3: that'll be good. Yeah. Um, but if you do get the weekly email, there's a direct link in there where you can sign up for your time slot. So I just encourage you, do do yourself a favor and give blood and save a life or a few or however, whatever. Do you think I'll be works. able to
0: give blood Or um, since I'm preaching? How do I do that? Do I have to do it before service so or after service? So they're
3: going to be here from 9 to 3. So oh, you can okay. pick a time slot that puts you not. To miss church or you can come earlier. or three. So stay I can do late? after service then. Yes.
0: Good, because I don't want to pass out. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty bad. I
3: booked mine for like two. Like
0: I kinda like jump around a lot and get yeah. excited and I, it'd be really like funny. we can stay Wait, tear you're down everything.
3: Aren't you? Maybe.
0: I think you're gonna preach next week. You think you guys think she should preach next week? <laughs> they think so. They're tired of reaching. I do
3: I do have something that God's given me, so yeah, you know. We'll see
0: what happens. Anyways,
3: that's not the topic. <laughs> you always do that, do you? Oh, I was
0: supposed to be in Europe, but now I'm not going. I know. to be. Okay, yeah. so
3: the Estonia trip that he was talking about, it got pushed back to January. Yep. Um, so he's going to be here. So I'll be here. I know. I'm but gonna If put you're, you're preaching, to work. I'm
0: going to be right there shouting you down like Please crazy, do. and I might give blood before service to see if I don't know if I'll pass out or not. I want to see what'll happen.
3: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> it could be really fun. It's fun. Yeah.
3: Okay, are we having fun yet, you guys? <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Okay, let me just tell you, if you're online, you can shout in your house just like you shout here, okay? That's right. And let me just say, too. Definitely do it online. Participation I Participation helps you to, like, remember and to receive. I see hearts.
0: And Is that, does a heart mean shout? Hey, there's like a shouting thing it on means here. There's that this, they this love guy us. that's, or is that laughing? That's laughing. Oh.
3: You don't want them to laugh at you, do they you? They could
0: laugh at me. That's fine.
3: I mean, they do, but maybe you don't they know that. They need a
0: shouting one on there. He kind of looks like he's shouting. <laughs> the other guy looks like he's scared. Okay.
3: But if you're here in person, yeah, Carmen. I can look at you all.
0: Carmen loves me.
3: You have to extra participate today. Yeah, good job. Okay, cool. Otherwise, he's going to preach for like two hours, so.
0: I'm just going to talk to all these faces that are popping up here. These guys are cool. Should we should we talk about our tithes and offerings before we forget again? <laughs> yeah. We forgot last we week. We forgot
3: then. last week, you guys. Yeah. We were so excited about BBS and stuff. And I don't know if you guys are here, but I'm like, <laughs> don't forget. Um, yeah, so tithes and offering. If you did come prepared with um, an offering, we are gonna pass the buckets here in a minute. But I just wanna encourage you. Um, your giving is, like I said, your giving is not for the free tokens and for the comfort mm, stuff, mm. right? It's to celebrate Jesus mm-hmm. yet again, right? That is why we do what we do. And so um, so I just encourage you to participate in that. Yeah, I on. invite you to um, be a part of that covenant with God. When you give, there's a transaction that happens that when you do this, It's really hard, like if he's trying to hand me something and my hand is closed, it's really hard for him Mm. to be able to give me something, right? But if I have an open hand and realize everything that I have is from him and for him, then it's a lot easier for him to pour out on each and every one of you. And so I just invite Uh you to do that. So as we invite the ushers forward, let's just pray.
0: Yes. Thank you, Lord.
3: God, we're so, so grateful. Thank you for who you are. God, we celebrate you. I know, I know that um, every ounce of our effort, every ounce of our giving, every ounce of our um, celebration is for you, and it's worth it. You are absolutely worthy. And God, let us not um, grow distracted Mm. in that. Let us not grow weary Mm. in that. God, let us remember who you are, and let us give cheerfully today, Father. Whether that's online or in person or whatever, you know our hearts, God. And so we just open our hands to you. And we receive all that you have for us. And we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. All right, babe. I'm going to light this place up. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's bring the word. Come on. How's everybody doing this morning? What do you want?
3: You found your other one. What do you want? You found your other one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You can have that. I don't want that. Praise the Lord. Don't put trash in my Bible. That's That's what I'm talking about. Come on. How's everybody doing today? Awesome. Awesome. Where are my paper Bible people at? Do we have some paper Bibles in the house today? What is that? That is an awesome one. I like that. Like bright orange. That's amazing. Is it, is it salmon? It's salmon. It's salmon. I'm so sorry. It was salmon. So anyways, let's do church today. Fired up. So, so good. All right. If you have your Bibles with you today, we do I have some electronic Bibles in the house, too. We got some electronic Bible people. So awesome. If you would like to, you can follow along online um, or go on to the YouVersion Bible app and uh, follow along in there, too. Look at events in Living Stones Church. It's all in there. Let's see. That's my notes from a couple weeks ago. So I'm not going to preach that. Let's not do that. This might get in real fun real quick. Where did my notes go? There's still trash in my Bible. What's going on here? Did you put it in that one? You stole it, didn't you? There it is, right there. All right, well, I'm just going to preach whatever the heck comes out of my mouth then, because my notes are not here. Oh, there it is. There it is. It's because I forgot I was in this part of the Bible, not that part of the Bible today. Woo! Are you guys excited? Goodness gracious. Oh my gosh. This today took me back. I got to tell you that. Like back when our church was only like 30 people strong and we had six people, I think five or six faithful people setting up the whole church. I remember bringing two shirts, always bringing two shirts because I'm going to sweat like crazy in the first one and bring the second one. Doesn't this one look nice? It's its no sweat on it at all. It's so nice. And uh, the other one. Just don't go back there, okay? It's it's, it's kind of nasty. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we were here building the church this morning. I just want to give a shout-out to all the volunteers who built the church this morning. Thank you guys so much. You sacrificed so much. I, I know I, we had our kids in the car, like, watching a movie so that we can have enough time to get it all done and, and make it all happen. And then guess what? We get to tear it down afterwards, fire it up. So, come on. So, so good. God is good, and we love it. And you know what? Um, I... You know, I had a tough week. Some of you guys know from last week. Uh, my, my best friend passed away at 41 years old. And uh, it was very, very difficult for us and the family. And, and um, it's been a really tough week. And then on top of that, um, our VBS... Um, we found out that a lot of people were sick remember i kind of said hey some people weren't feeling well so we're praying for them well yeah we found out that we had some people had covid-19 and it made it really difficult so um so then it was like now what do we do what happens now and and i'm like do i have to call every single person and tell them that everybody got covid-19 and and of course it was it wasn't that many people i mean we had 250 people and i think that the number got up to somewhere close to like 40 um that had is it no oh, it's not right i'm i'm making some, Pastors tend to exaggerate, so it's at least four, but no, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We, we had a couple dozen people that are not feeling well, and, uh, but nobody's in the hospital. Nobody's on ventilators. Nobody's, you know, super sick. It's just we, we got flu symptoms, um, but with that, it creates fear, and which is amazing because I preached about that on Sunday, not knowing that we'd be facing it the next week, uh, but God knows, doesn't he? God knows, and I don't believe we need to have any fear at all because God knows, Amen. Amen? So this, this week, I kind of was, I was being a bit of a baby. Can I be real with you? I was being a bit of a baby. I was crying a lot, right? Brad Brad was crying almost as much as, me. no, he was probably crying more than me. Um, but we were both crying a lot. We've, we've, we've set up our tears in heaven. If you need to go swimming when you get to heaven, we both have a pool waiting for us at our mansions in heaven. Um, because they says, it says in the Word that they collect every tear. So I'm going to have a saltwater pool in heaven. Come on, baby. It's going to be so good. So anyway... But with that, I, I went to our pool. We have a, we have a community pool. And uh, I was sitting at our pool. And if, if you went to the baptism thing last weekend, you know that our pool is amazing, isn't it? It's so fun. Um, it's, a, it's like a resort pool. You got a beach sand that goes down into this big lagoon and a water slide and all that stuff. And I went over there just kind of going, God, I need you. And I was looking for my comforter, right? I, was, I, I remember we, as, as we did VBS, we, we had taught the kids that, God is your comforter, right? And, uh, and in that, I was going, Lord, I need my comforter. And I'm sitting there praying, and I'm talking to God. And uh, I get a notification on my phone, and it's about one of my other good friends, my, my brother-in-arms, uh, Pastor Rudy, Pastor Rudy from CERT, or uh, the Slave-Free Project. And I saw this, this post because it was, that day just happened to be um, Human Trafficking Awareness Day, Right? And so I'm sitting there, I'm reading this thing, and I'm remembering some of the times I spent with, with Pastor Rudy. And I can't share with you everything that he shared with me, but he would, he, he'd show me pictures of people and people that he would, he was like, you know, I, we, ne- we, ha- we were still looking for this girl. And, and I sat there for a moment and I said, and I felt like God said, you don't need a comforter, you need an encourager. And I was like, okay, Lord, because in that moment I felt like, man, what a wussy you ever feel like, man, like God looks at you and go, dude, you're such a wuss. Nobody? Because I felt like God's real with me, you guys. Like I don't, maybe he's still coddling you guys. But when he's talking to me, he's like, Justin, you are being a wuss. And I'm sitting there. There you go. Come on, Scott. Thank you for that. But in it, I'm like going, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sitting here because I'm, I'm grieving because I lost my best friend. And I'm, I'm sad because people are getting sick in our church from, from VBS. And I don't, I'm trying to figure out how to love everybody well and, and do everything well. And I'm just sitting there going, Lord, I need a comforter. And he's like, no, you need courage. You need courage. And I'm like, okay, all right. If I need courage, what do I need courage for? He said, because there's so many people out there that need to hear the truth. And they need to know that I love them. And they need to, like, uh, I think about Pastor Rudy. I mean, when he gets tired. He looks in his phone at the girls and these kids that he hasn't found yet. And he goes, I can't get tired. I got to get courage. I got to be encouraged so that I can go out and save more people. And so when I thought about it, I was praying. I'm like, I was really praying that we we could do online church only today because it's a lot of work to set all this up. And I knew that we'd have about 70% of our leaders who normally do all of this work are not going to be here. And so 30% are of our leaders, these strong people you see in the back and the ones that are serving in kids, these are our leaders and the people around here that decided we we're going to do church today anyways. But I went, God, I love you. And if this is what you want us to do, then we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do, do church, even though it's going to be exhausting, even though it's going to be hard. But I believe that that's the season that we're in as a nation, as a body of Christ, is when it gets hard, are you going to keep pushing? Are you going to keep loving? Are you going to keep pouring out? Are you going to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness? Is God surprised by any of the circumstances that we're in? He's not. And if he's not surprised, then why are we? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. So as, as, it, as you're in your Bibles today, go ahead and turn to Deuteronomy. We're going back into the Old Testament. Deuteronomy 31, and we'll start in verse 1. And while you're turning there... Tell your neighbor or tell the person on the couch next to you there to take courage. Take courage. Are you ready? Deuteronomy 31, verse 1 says, When Moses had finished giving these instructions to all the people of Israel, he said, I am now 120 years old. Wow, I thought I had something to complain about. (laughs) Still doing ministry at 120 years old. I can't even imagine, you know. And I'm no longer able to lead you. You know, I'm I'm 35, and I'm still thinking like, am I able to do this? You know, come on, somebody, right? You ever feel like that? Like we were having a conversation. We were doing some premarital counseling last night, and uh, and we were we were talking to this awesome couple that we love in our church, and they're getting ready to get married here in another month or two, and. And uh, we're so excited for them. So was awesome. But we were asking them, like, hey, you know, we were talking about 9-11, September 11th, right? Does anybody remember where they were September 11th, right, 2001? We were talking to them, and, and they don't remember. Do you want to know why? Because they were one and two years old. That's why they don't remember. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, when did I get old? When did this happen? Like, 9-11 is just something your parents talked about. You don't even have a real experience. Oh, my Lord. Oh. So kids are getting married who were born in 1999, 2000, 2001. Like, oh, gosh, this is messing me up. So anyways, pray for your pastor. He's getting old. Not quite 120 like Moses, so I guess I still have a few years left in me. But... uh I'm 120 years old and I'm no longer able to lead you. The Lord has told me you will not cross over the Jordan River, verse 3. But the Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy the nations living there and you will take possession of their land. Joshua will lead you across the river just as the Lord promised. Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you so much. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your truth that transcends time. God, I thank you for this truth that that transcends our our circumstances. God, that covers all things, that knows all things. And so, Lord, we just trust you this morning, and we ask, God, that you speak to us through your word, and we give you the glory for it right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Are the people online amening? Let's see. Oh, they're watching. I see people watching. I see Heather Brano is watching. Emily Height is watching. Lynette Lawson is watching. I wish this thing would show me all the comments all the time, but it doesn't. Greg Cheney's watching. Jim Gilroy, your dad's watching today. That's cool. That's cool. Sonny Hassler's watching. Dorothy Faragonan. Oh, my gosh, there's so many people on here. Carrie Bush, Michelle Anderson. Love you all very, very much. Brandy love you. Goodness gracious. Keys, love you. Jaramillo's love you. Worship was amazing. You're right, Jerilyn. Absolutely the spirit is here michelle says that's right come on sandra bryson carmen thank you for putting all those hearts on there you're awesome and thank you that your face shows up so i can tell the person who has flowers thank you too oh that's Dor- dorothy fragonin good job awesome oh amazing all right here's the first point where are my note takers at this morning are you ready i will take possession of god's promise can we declare that together can we do that together I will take possession of God's promise. Amen? Come on. Thank you so much, Laura. You're awesome. Thank you. Gosh, I feel like I can just talk to my people here. It's awesome. I can just look at you and it's you. It's you. You're here. It's so awesome. You did a great job at worship today. Thank you so much. It was so incredible. Both of you, you're incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much. I will take possession of God's promise. You know, how many of you are like me and you grew up in an imperfect family? I was just trying to see where the perfect families are at. I know they're out there somewhere. Yeah, I'll talk, you knew Jim was watching. That's why you didn't raise your hand. That's it. Her dad's watching. She's not going to raise her hand. Perfect family. Gilroy's. Jim, I need to come talk to you so that we can figure out some family counseling and things that need to happen. But I didn't grow up in a perfect family most of you, I'd say all of you, probably didn't grow up in a perfect family. And I, I think it's funny how when we come to church, we kind of expect that that families around us are perfect. They look perfect. They take their kids to kids' church, and they all look so nice and perfect, and, and everybody looks happy when they got in. We don't know what kind of cuss words they were saying in the car before they got here, right? Are you with me? Or is it just my car? That's how it is? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We, we take separate cars. <laughs> I'm just kidding about that, too. We both, we, we wrote together today, and, uh, but it's so funny. But you know what? Our parents didn't get everything right. Can you get an amen for that? No? Just my parents. Just say amen for my parents. My parents aren't perfect. Did you know that? You know, they're probably not going to watch this anyway, so I can say whatever I want to say. Is that okay? Don't send this to my parents, you guys. Don't, don't send it. Don't do it. But I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't grow up in a perfect family. And, and uh, you know what? They had their own flaws, and they fell short in their own ways. But they loved us, and they raised us, and they did their best, right? And you know what? How many parents do I have out there today? Do we have any perfect parents? You know, of course, Abel. Abel's perfect because he lets his wife do it all. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Right? If she takes care of it, it's perfect, right? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, That's usually how it works in my house too. You know, if I just let Chelsea take care of it all, it'll be perfect. But, but unfortunately she's married to me and you need to pray for pastor chelsea but let's go back to deuteronomy 31 verse 4 the lord will destroy the nations living in the land just as he destroyed i i, I practiced this one and i still can't remember how to say it Sihon, sahon anyway and og the kings of the amorites i like og better that one's a lot easier to pronounce The Lord will hand over to you the people who live there, and you must deal with them as I have commanded you. So be strong and courageous. Somebody say courageous. Courageous. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Can I tell you something? Tell your neighbor, "It's it's our time. It's our time. It's our time. This is our time. This is our time. What happens here is because of the decisions we make, amen? I can blame my parents for not giving me the perfect childhood, but I tell you what, my kids are going to blame me for not having a perfect childhood. So it stops right here. We get to decide what this next generation is going to look like, amen? And when we decide that we're going to have faith, when we decide that we're going to take God at his word, when we decide that we're going to learn how to listen for his voice and what do what he tells us to do instead of what makes sense to us. Come on, somebody. What made sense to me and probably to my leaders, because they're all probably feeling the same exact way, going, an online service today would have been awesome. <laughs> so much less work. Come on. Right? But at the same time, When God says, we go. Amen? I I told our team, like, I I just knew that if God told us to be here to set up these chairs, it was for somebody specific. It was for somebody on purpose. Right? Look to your neighbor and say, this is for you. This word is for you. This is God speaking to you. He wants to do something. You know what? Here's the thing. None of us are going to do it right. We're going to be imperfect parents, too. We're going to mess up but we can at least make the choice that we're gonna build God's church in this season, amen? And this, this whole series called Built is all about that. It's all about what does it mean to build the church? And what it means to build the church is not setting up curtains and making it look nice. It's building you, it's building you, it's building you. It's building your family, it's building your faith. It's helping you believe. It's helping all of you online believe in God's word and to see him for who he is and be encouraged about how God loves you. And has a purpose for you, amen? Thanks for wearing that shirt today, man. It looks good on you. you sh- we should put you on a calendar or something. Like, like, we need to have a Living Stones, like, baptism calendar. That's what it needs to happen right there. Dude, goodness gracious. Wow, is that inappropriate? Why is that inappropriate? I didn't say we were, like, getting Living Stones bikinis and stuff. Like, It's inappropriate. Chelsea. Keep your comments to yourself. I can hear all of them. No. (laughs) All right. For your second point, if you're note takers today, your second point is I will trust God in courage. Can I tell you something? It takes courage to trust God. It takes courage. Because we've been let down, haven't we? We had an expectation. I tell you what, I know some of you thought I was nuts, but but uh, a group of friends and I, we did. We went over to the Morgan. We prayed over my brother. We were waiting for him to walk out that door. Waiting for him. We did it for a couple of days, huh? Did it for a couple of days. Kept going and said, "Tony, come out, come out, come out in the name of Jesus." We were singing, singing, singing that song called "Rattle," right? I hear the bones rattling. Come on, speak the, uh, the word of the Lord. It's live. Come on, and we were speaking that out. But can I tell you something? When he didn't come out, I was disappointed. I was disappointed. But you know what? He's not. (laughs) He's like, dude, heck with you, bro. I ain't coming back. (laughs) Like, if God gave him a choice, he's like, you think I really want to go back there when I could be right here with the Lord dancing on the streets of gold? Like, bummer for you, bro. Like, you'll be here soon. You'll get there. Don't worry about it. I'm pretty sure he's been playing tricks on me the last little while. Uh, I've been like, I will walk up to my gate and the gate just opens. Just, it, stuff gets eerie sometimes. You know what I mean? Like I'm like sitting here going like, dude. And I know he's just laughing. He's laughing up there. He's going like, Ha-ha-ha-ha! just like that, huh? Ha-ha-ha! Like just getting on my face, he's just messing with me. Tony, I love you. Stop messing with me, bro. <sighs> I will trust God and courage. It takes courage to have faith. It takes courage to have faith. It took courage for our team to come here this morning, knowing that no one else was going to be here to set up like normal, that it was going to be a lot of work. It took courage. You know what? It took courage to step back into a church again when you've been hurt before, huh? It takes courage when, you, when a pastor told you one thing and then did another thing. It takes courage. Are you with me? It takes courage to say, God, I'm going to believe you at your word, even when other people around me are jacked up. Amen? Come on, somebody. It takes courage to trust God. When you were praying for somebody to get healed and they didn't get healed, and then you want to go pray for somebody else to get healed. You know, I've, I've watched people after praying for them and watch cancer leave their body. They go back to the doctor and there's not an ounce of cancer left. I've also prayed for somebody with cancer on their deathbed and watched them pass away and go home to be with Jesus. I don't know why and how God does and how he picks and chooses, and I know how much it hurts families watching them. Why did they save that person? I was in church. I saw that person come in here with cancer. And I saw them leave without it. Pastor, if you just come and pray for them, they won't have cancer. And then when, when all of a sudden we get there and a couple days later they go to be with Jesus. And I have to try to answer the question of why. It takes courage to have faith. It takes courage to have faith. It takes courage. When, you're, when your world gets rocked, come on, when your world gets rocked, it, it takes courage. You know, there's this a great voice of our era, and some of you may have even had the opportunity to hear him preach, Billy Graham. Does anybody get to hear Billy Graham preach? I, I've gone back and watched tons of videos, and I have friends who, who they, they gave their life to Jesus at a Billy Graham crusade, and, and there's fewer and fewer of people that have experienced that. But Billy Graham was, was a general in the faith. Right? A general in the faith. When he walked, when he said things, when he did things, God moved. This thing's moving around, isn't it? That thing's going to fall out from underneath me. You want to fix it? Go fix it before I, before I die. There we go. Jam it in there. This is a house of cards here, guys. Is it working? I just won't jump as high on that side. How does that sound? Is it all good? Perfect. Perfect. Oh, there it goes again. See, I did it. I broke it. I broke it. I'll move right here. You guys are making me, making it smaller and smaller. How's that? How's that? Am I still good on camera there too? You guys see me online? I didn't fall on the floor. My stage didn't fall out from underneath me. Praise Jesus. Come on, somebody. It's okay, dude. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. If I fall off and die, you can pray me me back to life, okay? It'll be perfect. It'll be perfect. You know what? God knows. God knew that thing was going to pop out. I'm not even worried about it. Let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. Billy Graham is a general of the faith. And one of the I, I looked up this this quote that he said and it says, courage is contagious. When a brave man takes a stand, the spines of others often are stiffened. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. You know what? I look at this section of scripture, and and as we're talking about Moses, and we're talking about Moses was Moses was a general, right? He 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 saved an entire generation, right? He took people out of Egypt. It makes you nervous too, huh? Just gonna make sure that one works. We'll we'll, we'll see if we can break that today. That's the goal. That's the goal. Let's see if I can keep up with myself. Okay. Much like the baton was passed from Moses to Joshua, I believe that God, in the Spirit, is passing that baton from Billy Graham to you and me. Are you ready for that? Billy Graham passed away in 2018, just before all this pandemic craziness, right? Because God knew that you you were going to be needed for this next season. God knew that you would be ready. Everybody's going to be nervous. So I walk over here. Huh? I'm going to put this right here, and then I, that way I can only walk right here. How's that? Is that better? Is that better? I just see people's faces as I get over there; like their eyes get bigger, like "Oh, there it goes, there it goes." But anyway, so I won't mess with you guys. I don't want to mess with your faith. We want to build your faith, right? Come on, Amen. I will trust God and courage. I will trust God and courage. And as I think about Billy Graham and passing on that baton, I mean, I watch this guy on TV. Talking with 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 radio show hosts and, and and TV, late night TV hosts, and and they're asking him, like, Well, why do you believe in God? Why do you believe in these things? And and he would tell them, you know, I believe that you were meant to be an evangelist, and that's why you're on TV, and that's why God blessed you with these things. And I wonder if if Billy Graham were sitting in this place today, what would he say to you and me? Come on. What would he look at you and go, Come on, you've got so much more potential? And he'd look at the people online going, this is really neat that we can do this. But I, if, all of you out there, you have potential, that God has potential to use you. Take courage. If What if just a few people took some courage? Would, would, would those spines begin to stiffen? Would some people start to believe that God, God had his word, right? Would you start to get excited about what God can do? <sighs> let's see how it was for Joshua. We read about Moses and what he said. But let's go to Joshua 1. Joshua 1, verse 1. After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. He said, Moses, my servant is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River, into the land I'm giving them. I promise you. Somebody say promise. I promise you what I promised Moses. Moses. Wherever you set foot, you will be on land I have given you. Come on, somebody. In the midst of economic crisis, in the midst of racial tension, come on, in the midst of political breakdown, God left this world in capable hands of you and me. Come on, Laura. Amen. I know it doesn't feel like it. We're all looking for a Savior sometimes. We're like, who's who's it going to be, right? You're just like me sitting at the pool going, Lord, be my comforter. Be my comforter. I need you to comfort me. And I, I, I kid you not, God said to me, he says, you don't think you're comfortable enough? Look at the pool you're sitting next to, dude. I was like, holy crud, you're right. Somebody else who's asking God to be their comforter is, is, in, is in slavery. Somebody else who's asking God to be their comforter can't pay the bills. Somebody else who's asking God to be their comforter is going through cancer. And here I am. Sad, rightfully so, just like anybody would be if they lost their best friend. Overwhelmed and worried because I love a few hundred people and I don't want to see any of them get sick. But at the same time, God's going, take courage. Take courage. I kid you not, I walked out of that pool. And as I walked back to my house, I felt like if a demon came out, I'd just rip his head off right in the middle of the the sidewalk. I was ready. (laughs) I was like, okay, God, you called me to be a warrior, then let's go be a warrior, all right? Let's go and and take things back. God gave us full authority to walk into places. It says right here, anywhere that you put your foot, I've given you. So when I walk into somebody's house, I have authority that was given to me by Jesus. Are you with me? Jesus has the power to run through and walk and touch people's lives, amen? And I just believe that this church and what God is doing right here in the middle of French Valley has a purpose and it's worth fighting for, amen? Come on, somebody. He didn't say it was gonna be easy. He didn't say that you'd be popular for doing it. Let's read verse six. And see what he says. Maybe as we're looking ahead into our own futures. Joshua 1, 6. Be strong and courageous. For you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land that I swore to their ancestors. I would give them. Verse 7. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do, verse 8. Study this book of instruction continually. Come on, somebody hold hold up your Bible. Study this book of instruction continually. Come on. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. Verse 9, this is my command, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This was the word that God gave me. This is the word that God gave me right here. Do not be afraid or discouraged. (sighs) This last year and a half with COVID-19, all this stuff, we've seen onesie twosie here and there people get sick and go in quarantine and everybody's fine and everything's good and then all of a sudden i preach a message about how it's a it's a lie and, and that we 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 don't need to succumb to that lie and then all of a sudden we get 40 less than 40 people according to chelsea i don't know i can't count i'm still math for Marines, right it's math is hard it's hard yeah calculators are awesome but anyway but in the middle of it Oh, I just felt like it was a retaliation from the devil. Absolute retaliation. He's like, if you expose the truth, then I have to hit you as hard as I can. So my best friend goes to be with Jesus. And just less than 40 people have some sort of symptoms and are not feeling well. I have an opportunity to either go, I believe you at your word, God, or I don't. So I believe him at his word. I believe that when he says that by my stripes you are healed, it is the truth. I also got a text from someone else who's not a part of our church that their ex-husband just passed away from COVID. It was very hard to hear about. Yeah, you know about that. And so I was praying for her in the middle of all this. But we have to remember to take courage. Why, what, why is the phrase called Take courage. Because it's not something you automatically have. It's something you have to take. It's something you have to take. Because our automatic response is just like mine was on Monday when I first started getting emails in that said, hey, I'm not feeling good. Hey, I got a positive test. Hey, here's what's going on. And I called my denomination. I said, hey, I don't know what to do. I want to make sure I love people well. How do I take care of them? How do I make sure I follow all the legal rules and laws and things that are out there? And, and I did all, all the things that were supposed to be right. And in the middle of it going, God, wait a minute, you're not surprised. Why am I freaking out? Is anybody like me? You freak out first and then go, oh, wait, you're still God. You're still on, you're still on the throne. You knew the end from the beginning. What am I freaking out for? Right? right? When you can't pay the bill, when the job goes away, you're going, what do I do? I don't know what to do. Oh, what do I, what's what's going to happen? What's, I don't know. And we're so worried about what won't happen. Do you know what that is? It's the opposite of faith. You're still believing in something unseen. You're just believing in the wrong thing. Did you know that? Worry is believing in something that hasn't happened. Are you with me? Come on. We've just seen too much of life to believe God. Are you with me? Like, you've had so many experiences to to why it shouldn't work and why this relationship's not going to work and why this business isn't going to work and why I can't have faith for this next thing. But can I tell you something? God is still working today. Oh, even when I don't see it, you're working. Come on. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. Come on, this church is going to see thousands upon thousands of people give their lives to Jesus. I still believe God what he said when we came here and there was just the 30 people and doing this work. I think, I think days like this is to make sure we stay humble. Oh, keep that humility. Remember where you came from. Remember that God builds the church and not you. Amen. Amen. Oh, even when I don't see it, you're working. Come on. You guys have something you're going to sing today Any, af, at the end? You want to come up here and we'll get ready for that? <sighs> Even when I don't feel that you're working. Come on. God is working on the back end for you right now. And he loves you so much. I, I pray. I pray that this message was not a reprimand. I, I didn't mean it as a reprimand. And if you take it as a reprimand, then that's fine. There's, uh, Call me. I'll tell you where some great churches are and I'll, I'll send you to them. And maybe they're, maybe they're nicer than me, okay? Like, uh, but I tell you what, I just love you so much. I just don't want you to be afraid. I just don't want you to be afraid. And, and, and if I have to stand and put my neck out there, because guess what? I, I get to live in a, a glass house. Everybody gets to see what, what, what we do because we're pastors, right? Oh, the pastor did this or the pastor did that. I'm going to be blamed for everything anyways. We might as well go have fun with it, amen? Right? We might as well go see what God can do. If, we, if we're going to get blamed for everything anyways, let's go and love people outlandishly. Oh, while there are seasons and moments, that we need to be comforted. Listen, you're in this place right now and you went through loss. I want you to know that so have I. And there's seasons where you need to be comforted. But being comforted shouldn't be the goal. We need a moment to be comforted so that we can then be encouraged. Just being comforted isn't enough. Being comfortable isn't enough. we should look out to look to walk out our faith and courage knowing that God is with us in it all he's with us in the loss he's with us in the pain he's with us in the difficulty he's with us when we overcome he's with us when we step out in faith one more time when we put our heart on the table one more time can i tell you the most exhausting thing like I, has anybody ever been hurt nobody just me has anybody ever been hurt? Are you guys online, have you been hurt before? Right? Has anybody ever been hurt? If you've been hurt before, you know how hard it is to put your heart out there again? To get hurt again? To have faith again in a God who didn't come through the way I thought he should have again? <sighs> but can I tell you something? If you don't put your heart out there, you're not living. You're not living. <laughs> you're just like God's people walking around in the wilderness for 40 years. So a whole generation gets missed. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. God took me through the military to be a a Marine so I could learn how to fight. He took me into being a business owner so I could learn how to manage finances and manage things well. This was my seminary. I I didn't go to Bible college like everybody else. I told these these guys last night, I said, we did everything wrong. We're not qualified to be pastors the way that we're pastors. But God took us through a different kind of qualification. Because when I sit down with pastors today, they don't know how to fight. They're afraid. They're afraid of what might happen. And so this last year and a half, I've never seen so many pastors quit in my life. And I cried and I wept because I don't want them to quit. I, I, don't, I, I said I wanted the church to grow. I didn't want their church to close down so that people would come to ours. That's not what I want. I want their church to grow just as fast and just as much. Because just in this one little area, there's 50,000 plus people. And when I look at that and I think about that and I think about this area and, and we've got a couple hundred. And I'm going, we're not even touching 1% yet. Are you with me? And when I look at that, I'm going, Lord, there's more. There's more. There's people that need you. There's people that don't have the hope that you and I have, that that we can know him and hear him and have him comfort us. Oh, we're getting comforted so that you can go out and be uncomfortable. Are you with me? So that you can go and rescue the lost. Pull those people out of bondage. (sighs) I pray that our hearts break for what his heart breaks for. His heart doesn't break for COVID-19. It's just a tiny blip in the in the midst of eternity. Going, really? Same death rate as, as the flu? What are we afraid of? What are we afraid of? Shh. I'm sorry to you that's watching. I know, I know. You're going like, you're so insensitive. My dad died from COVID-19 and you don't care about me. I promise you, I do care about you. You can call me at any moment, and I will sit and talk with you for hours to comfort you and let you know that you're loved. I'm just not willing to see you be afraid. Something that took your dad doesn't mean that it's going to take you. You are a powerful young man. I don't even know who you are. I'm talking to you, though. You know who I'm talking to. Reach out to me. Tell me it was you but God God has a purpose for your life, and you're not meant to be afraid. And this is a defining moment. You can either be afraid because of loss, or you can move forward because of who God says that you are. And I believe in you. I believe in you. And you know what? Your dad, he's with Jesus in heaven. And it's not easy to go through this world without a dad. And I can't even tell you how much it hurts me to think about those three little kids of my best friend and how they don't lie their they're dead. But I know that if God still put breath in their lungs, there's still purpose for their life. And I know that if God put breath in your lungs today, that there's purpose for your life. And I refuse to be- believe otherwise. The devil will sit there and tell you that your life has no meaning. He tells me all the time. Who does God say that you are? You're more than a conqueror. You're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. Oh, I built you for such a time as this. God was so comfortable with you being here for this generation that he felt like it was okay to take Billy Graham. Think about that for a moment. Are you ready to carry the baton? Moses didn't carry the people into the promised land. Joshua did. Billy Graham didn't take people through a pandemic. But you will. You will. You will. A generation that's lost, doesn't know who they are. Been fed so much garbage from the media, they, they it creates confusion all over the place. I can't wait to sit with young men and young women and tell them the purpose that God has put in their life. Come on, somebody. if God still put breath in your lungs. I have a brother who lost his job this week. When I lost my job, when I got laid off, my wife said, maybe God made you available for something. You know what? Maybe God made you available for something. Ask him, who do you want me to talk to? Who needs to hear your word? Who needs to hear that they're loved? I'm not preaching at you. I'm living this thing out with you. Are you with me? I have courage because God is with me. God's not surprised by the adversity that we are experiencing, but rather encourages us that we have enough strength to get through it. I love the verses right after that one. Let's read it all together. Romans 8, 31 through 34. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can be against us? Verse 32. Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Verse 33, who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one, for Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us. And he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. The reason you won't fail is because God loves you so much. He gave his most prized possession, his son. Now, can I tell you something? I love you. I'll give you my time. I'll give up my dinner. I'll give up a whole whole lot of stuff. But if I had to give up my son for you, I apologize, but have a good time meeting Jesus. Just being honest. Most of you'd probably say the same for me. If we are both our lives were on the line and you only got to choose one to save, you're going to choose the one that you love the most. Your son, your child. When I think about God and what he did with Jesus, and he goes, "No. You're worth it. You're worth it. I'm going to save the whole world. You're worth it." I'm going to send my son to be tortured be hung on a cross unrightfully to live a criminal's death to experience that because I love you I can't even think about condemning my son to die for you I love you I do I love you any of my leaders know that I'll give up everything in a moment to go and take care of somebody and help somebody my son and somebody was calling because they were struggling they need somebody to pray for but my son needed me right now I'm going to be there with my son because I love my son God loves his son but he thought you were worth it he thought I was worth it and he entrusted this time to you and me 2021 from this day forward God thank you Thank you. Thank you for comforting us. Thank you for helping us through this hard time. Lord, we ask for your courage. Courage to live this thing out with faith. Courage not to condemn people, but to love them to life. Courage to see you do a work in our area. Holy Spirit, I asked you before, If you were willing to send me to those COVID 19 wards, I would pray people out and see them healed. I asked you, God. So I'm going to ask you right now, Lord, use this church to do crazy things, to experience only what you can do. God, we leave the fluffy religion behind us, and we want to charge forward in faith to see what you can do next. We're going to believe like children. Too dumb not to believe. Come on. If you're here this morning and you haven't given your life to Jesus, I want to give you an opportunity to do that. Jesus is my best friend. Jesus comforts me, He takes care of me, He encourages me, and He beats me upside the head every once in a while when I need it. He's a good father, a good friend. Never leaves me or forsakes me. He's always there. Always listening. He's up in heaven with, with my biological father, my earthly father. He's up in heaven with my brother, Tony. And they're all looking down on us right now, knowing that we have so much more to live for. There's purpose in the breath you just took. So if you're here this morning you don't have that personal relationship with God I want to give you that opportunity I look around the room and I see family everybody here knows Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior as far as I know but if you don't or if you've backslidden and you're the only one who will know that in your heart and you're like I do I want to have a real relationship with God if that's you here physically today you raise your hand everybody else's eyes are closed but if that's you Raise your hand, and I just want to pray with you. I'm not going to embarrass you. I know there's only a small amount of us here today, so I'm not going to point you out, okay? Nobody will know it's you. Just Jesus will. Is that anybody here this morning? Today's your day to put religion, put the, all the other junk, put your put your own habits, put your old, old things that you've been stuck in behind you, and to hold on to Jesus and let him pull you out of the mire and clay. Is that anybody here this morning? I love you, bro. Thank you for, thank you for that. God's got a huge purpose for you, man. Huge purpose. I believe in you. It doesn't matter what the world says about you. It doesn't matter what anyone else says about you. I believe in you. God believes in you. He created you for a purpose. He created you to have a voice. To speak to this generation. There'll people be people who will listen to your testimony and listen to your life that would look at me and go, I don't never want to talk to that guy. God has purpose for you. Is there anybody else in here today? Like that's me too. I want to I want to go to that next place with Jesus. struggle. It's okay. I've been right where you are. Heart's beating all fast and you're going like, why won't he just stop talking? Then I can go to lunch, go back about my merry life. But God's not done with you yet. And he cares about you and you're sitting in this chair today. One of the few sitting in the chairs today. Because God wants to do something in and through you. He doesn't want you to leave carrying that burden that you carried in here. He wants you to leave it right here at the altar so that you can walk out of here free. Is that anybody else here this morning? I want you to know that God sees you. jacked up you would be. He knew how jacked up I am, yet chose me, and He chooses you. (sighs) Thank you, Jesus. If you're watching online today, you want to give your life to Jesus, or you're sitting there raising your hand going, that's me, that's me. God sees you too. He sees you right there on your couch. He sees you right there in your car while you're driving. He sees you. He sees you on that commute every day. He sees you. He knows the desires of your heart. Give yourself over to Him completely. And see what He can do in and through you. It will blow your mind. If that's you, though, you can reach out to us. If you're watching on the interactive site, you can click the little button that says, Raise my hand. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you're watching on YouTube or or Facebook or any of those other mediums, you can can just reach out to us via email. Go on our website, livingstones.tv. Reach out to us. Let us know you gave your life to Jesus. And we'll call you. We'll call you and love on you. If that's you, you just pray a simple prayer. Just saying, Jesus, I give my life to you today. Lord, please forgive me for my sin. Forgive me for falling short. Forgive me for messing up. God, I've tried to do this life on my own and I keep failing. So Lord, I don't want to do it on my own anymore. I'm giving my life to you today. Lord, use me. Be, Be my Savior. Be a part of my everyday life. Not a religion I do on Sundays, but a part of my Mondays through Fridays through Saturday. I want you to be a part of every part of my life. Change me from the inside out. I don't want to look good and smell good and pretend like I got it all together. Lord, I want to. I want to actually know you. I want to give you the opportunity to clean me from the inside out. But I give my life to you today, and I commit everything I have to you. In Jesus' name, I pray. All God's people said, "Amen." Amen. Thank you for playing that back there. It sounds so good sounds so good this is a small room and when god does these things it really messes with me and the smaller the room is the more it messes with me because you know it's like when you when god's showing you something and you want to you want to pray for something i know there's probably hundreds of people watching online but god showed me a couple things this week um and does anybody i don't know i don't know how i'm going to do this today something different Some of you have been part of our church for a little while, right? You've seen God do some miracles? Has anybody seen God do miracles in this church? It's pretty gnarly, right? Some of the cool stuff he does. He'll show show things and I'll be able to feel what people feel. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to ask God to show that today and and to do some of those things. But even more than that, I want to activate that in you today. Because it's not about me. I have no closer relationship with the Holy Spirit than you can have. And so God can heal people through you. Did you know that? Like you can be walking through a grocery store and God just makes you feel a pain in your body or shows you something or whispers something to you. And you can go and pray for somebody and watch them get healed right there. They don't even have to come to church. They probably will after that. But they can do it through you. Did you know that? I know you're like, I'm sitting all by myself, so I know you're talking to me, huh? It's okay. God can use you. God can use each of us. And so I'm going to pray for each of us. But before I do, a uh, couple of things that I experienced from the Lord this week. Um, you probably won't even know what this is unless you're an athlete. Um, but uh, Chelsea you looked at me like I was crazy when I felt it. But um, it's the adductor muscle. you need to get loud there, I guess. Adductor muscle. The adductor muscle is the muscle that you use to pull your leg up this muscle right here man it was hurting for one whole day not no other time but it it would twinge anytime i'd take a step i'd feel this pain right here in in, in that muscle in my hip and it was so painful it was like really sharp pains and it might be somebody here physically or you might know somebody that has issues with their hip uh, their left hip that would be so it's right in there that adductor muscle or it might be somebody online so but if 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 that's if that's you here can we pray for you today is that anybody here I know there's only like 50, 20 of us. You have pain in your hip. You're looking at you're looking at each other like, should I say something? Like, hmm, You know what? I can feel I can feel a little bit more right now, huh? So when you stand for long periods of time, it starts to kind of hurt and starts to throb a little bit, doesn't it? I like, you know, <laughs> oh, tsh, isn't it so cool how God loves us? You know how this stuff started happening for me? I didn't believe in miracles like this a few years ago. I didn't. I thought I was like, well, it says in the Bible that it can happen, so I guess it happens. But I've never seen it. I remember when my bride called me from uh, what, what, what the Dominican Republic. I'm trying to remember what country she was in. I thought she was just drinking some sort of alcohol or water or something. I didn't know what she was drinking. Sometimes I think drinking the water is worse in those places than the alcohol. But uh, she called me and told me about this miracle that God did, and I couldn't believe her. I was like, I don't know about that. I was like, man, what is my what is my wife on? She's on something, and but she she saw a blind woman see. I've still never seen that to this day. I'm I'm waiting for that one, but she did, she did. She told me how she laid hands on her. Her hands got really hot, and and uh, and she's she's thinking like, oh my gosh, my hands are gonna melt into this lady's face. And this lady's eyes were gray and pointed in two different directions. And as she prayed, she, this lady couldn't even speak English, right? She speaks Spanish only, right? And so she's praying over this lady. She can't understand anything she's saying. I love that because then God can do whatever He wants to do. She's praying over this lady, and this lady's eyes, I, I kid you not, just go whoosh, straighten up, and the color returns. And the woman goes, <gasps> She'd never seen before. She'd had somebody walking around with her the whole time. That woman's freaking out. Going, I can't believe that this woman just got healed from her sight. I remember her telling me about that, and I was just like, I don't know if I can believe that. You ever feel that when you watch preachers pray over people? I don't know if I can believe that. Watch these people on TV, people falling over. I don't know if I can believe that. And then I went to a conference, and God showed me some crazy stuff. And I was just like, Lord. And the the pastor there, he said, if you're trying to heal people so that you can be famous, God's not going to use you. He said, but if you'll realize that the reason he wants to heal people is because he loves them. Then he'll do it. And so I asked God that day, like a child, nobody, I didn't go through a training course to learn how to heal people. I just asked God, God, if you can love people this way through me, I want you to do that. And you know what? He started doing it right away. It freaked me out. I remember the first time I came up for after worship and I hadn't even started preaching yet. And I said, I feel these weird pains in my body. So I'm just going to put it out there. And I don't know what this is four specific pains It's like a left knee a right clavicle and it was like a specific molar in my teeth like all, four specific things and I said is that anybody four people stood up we prayed over each of them they all got healed and I remember going like wow that was crazy I guess I should preach now and I remember after service I was like wasn't that weird that was so weird and uh, Dante he's not here today but Dante says pastor did you know that all four of those people is their first time at our church I didn't know that. Didn't even notice that. So God's going to heal you today, and I'm excited for that. I'm excited for you to be comfortable again, be able to dance again, jump around again, stand for long periods of time, and play with your grandkids again. You trust me enough to come up here and we can pray together? Okay. I don't want to. I know we're 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 new friends as of this morning, but uh, we're just going to pray together. It's okay. I'm falling apart too. We can fall apart together. Oh, Father God, I just thank you for my sister. And I thank you for this beautiful woman who you've called into your kingdom to be a mighty warrior. Oh, I just know that God hears your prayers. You've been praying for your kids for a long time. You've praying for those grandkids. None of those tears were wasted. Oh, come on. I can almost see you declaring in, in your bedroom, as for me in my house, as for me in my house, as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. And God's telling you it's gonna happen. Greater things are coming. So, God, we just thank you for your healing touch over your daughter this morning. that you're putting ligaments back into place. Lord, you're healing things that have been hurting for so long. Just to show her how much you love her, how much you're going to use her, and how she's not been forgotten. That was was a real thing. I feel like there's times where you feel like you've been forgotten. And you're not forgotten. You're not done. You're not done. Your best days are not behind you. They're ahead of you. God's going to do greater things in the next days than he has done in the past. Some amazing things have happened in the past, huh? Amazing things. Woo. What's your last name? Dreheim? Dreheim. Father God, we just thank you for the Dreheim family. Lord, we just declare your glory over every single person who bears that name. God, we just declare over them right now that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And Lord Jesus, as, as your daughter youthfully starts running around and doing all kinds of crazy stuff, youthfully loving on kids and loving on this next generation and showing, showing new mothers what it means to be a mother. Come on, somebody. Passing on to the next generation values that are so important to Father God, I pray, Lord, that that healing touch would just come over, all over the place. Lord, we just thank you right now. Woo-hoo. You feel it? You feel that? It's like this weird kind of tingling right now. I can kind of feel, it. you ever use like icy hot? I kind of feel this like icy hot thing going on right now, which is kind of weird. It's not usually like that. It's usually just hot. But I kind of feel this like icy hot, like this coolness that's coming over my hip, but then like the soothing. You feel that? Father God, we just thank you right now. Thank you right now for that hearing touch. Those adductor muscles. Oh, she can walk without pain. Come on, Jesus. Walk without pain. Walk without pain. Ooh, I feel like even that that word, walk without pain, it doesn't even mean just the physical walking. It means like your spiritual walk is to be able to walk without pain. So, Father, we just thank you for that walk without pain. We thank you for that restoration that only you Peace that surpasses all understanding. Peace, peace. Peace be still to the storms in your mind. Peace be still. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Love you, sweetheart. Thank you for being here. <laughs> oh, man, our God is so good. Can, I, can we give God a clap offering this morning? Yeah, all done, like times a thousand. Sorry about that. It's noon guess we should probably go to lunch or something what do you think tear down this church the next couple of hours and go to lunch <sighs> worship just a little bit just a little bit is it okay just a little bit your wife's the boss right like, that's, right like, that's how we do this is it okay worship for a couple minutes you know let's stand to our feet and let's worship for a couple minutes if you're watching online just hold on a little more longer then you can order your lunch
2: got a lie inside of those songs Get up and praise the Lord. Come on. So come on, my soul. Oh, don't you get shy on me and lift up your song. You've got a lie inside of those lungs. Get up and get shy on me lift up your song cause you've got a lion inside of
0: those lungs
2: get up and praise
0: the Lord come on come on
2: come on my soul oh don't you get shy on me lift up your song cause you've got a lion
0: inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God.
2: So come on, my soul. Oh, don't you get shy on me and lift up your song. Because you've got a lion inside of those lungs. Get up and praise the Lord. Oh, don't you get shy on me, lift up your song, cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs, get up and praise the Lord.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this service. Maybe this service was for me. Maybe I needed it. Maybe you needed it. I don't know. But God had a purpose in it. God had a purpose in it. So God, we just thank you for the purpose that you've put in every single part of what we do. Ha! Huh, I'm so excited about what you have for the future. And Lord, we trust you and believe you at your word. And we take courage today as we walk out, back out into the world. Back out into the chaos. Back out into the crazy. We just declare your peace as we go today. And we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen.